Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours, and you're listening to The Neighbourhood Rewatch. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. The award you, what, what, what award did we win? I hear you ask. Well, just the best Neighbours podcast, 2022. There's loads of other Neighbours podcasts. Nobody else got awarded that. Just those guys. Uh, those guys being me, the host of Sorts JK. Today we have Tim with us as well. Hello. Actually, sorry, Tim. Should I announce you? Uh, like when you come in in the room, like <laughs> when you go to your parents-in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew where that's come from. Yeah, yeah, do it. <laughs> it just came from Adam's mind. Uh, I Adam. just like everyone, like everyone needs a bit of a gimmick, don't they? And the best gimmicks are always just them turned up to a ridiculous number. Grace is posh. That's the gimmick. Like that. Yeah. So everything that, that, <laughs> it can just grow a million yeah. ways now. Tim, your gimmick is bad internet. We discussed this last week. Yeah, I can yeah. fucking feel it. It's not yeah. good this week. <laughs> you have so internet so bad you can feel it. Can you actually see it just like clunking through the room? Just trying to get from your yeah. from your router to your Yeah, it's like it's box. it's so it's so bad. It's it's thick. You can feel it. <laughs> That's why I'm having like... heat. I imagine it's like the Matrix, but when it's bullet time and you can see everything just fucking rippling, it's the internet going yeah. through Tim's Tim's house. I know. I yeah. thought that's why we we're having the heat wave because Tim's route, Tim's route is doing overdrive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we are an award-winning Neighbours podcast. Uh, occasionally, we do talk. About- introduce Adam as well. I did introduce Adam. You didn't. Uh, uh, sorry, Adam. people know I'm here though. Sorry. Entering the podcast. Adam. All right. <laughs> uh, so this week we've been watching episodes 8,882 to 8,886. Um, we've watched them on My5. Uh, like I said, I don't really want to promote Channel 5 because they're, they're fucking killed this show, but that's why we've been watching They've it. done the right thing. I'd, well, do you know what? I'm going to say this was a really enjoyable week of TV. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say that straight off from the bat. I really fucking enjoyed this week. Uh, we'll get into we'll get into why in a moment. Uh, we'll do all the other stuff before. If you want to follow us on socials, at Watch Neighbor, Instagram, TikTok, all that. You fucking know that. Uh, Patreon, just one pound a month. Go on there, and you can get extended versions, early access as well to these episodes. Uh, this one's actually being recorded on Sunday night, so you probably have it Monday morning. What a great way to start your week. With some, with uh, I've got a fantastic fucking story that Tim doesn't know, so Tim's gonna have to subscribe to the page <laughs> now, uh, about what happened to me after work on Thursday night. Um, but yeah, it's gonna cost you a pound to know that, but it's fucking worth it. I tell you that. You also get my sports day story. Yeah, that's also a very good story as well. Right. Yeah, uh, the two don't really intersect at any point. Uh, they're quite separate stories, but both great in their own respect. Uh, so the money is for both stories. What I'm trying to say is not just for my <laughs> oh God. God, for the main story. <laughs> uh, just a quick thank you as well to everybody who voted in the ultimate neighbours vote uh, over the last week. Voting has now closed for erinsbenews.com. But if you do want any neighbours news, you can still go to erinsbenews.com. When do we find out the results of this? This I don't know. Uh, they've not. She's not set a date yet the lady who runs the site. Uh, she says she's got to try and collate it all, but she's trying to get it out as soon as possible. Uh, so as soon as we know, you'll know. Uh, yeah. It's, I was going to say, are we just going to reveal it on the show or are you going to do some tweets? Or well, I have I, I have inquired about seeing if we can do some sort of joint announcement, like we can be part of the big reveal. Uh but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that falls okay. out over the, the next week or so. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about some neighbours. Like I said, I think this was a fucking great week of TV. And I don't know it's because they've just all pulled the finger out the arse because there's a couple of weeks left and they're just 
they're just going for it. Uh, I don't know if it was because there was a massive, massive return this week. I think this is the only reason you liked it, because it wasn't good. <laughs> uh, it could be. It could be. It's a massive, massive return. Who do you think returned this week, Tim? You don't know, I don't think. I, doubt I mean, massive, massive. Yeah. Who could return um, who is fucking massive? I mean, I think Kylie's the the big one that you'd expect. Yeah, so I don't know whether they want to that a bit later, but yeah, well, well they they've already shot their scenes. I think it's fairly common knowledge they're going to close it out. Well, we knew this character was coming back as well, didn't we? We just didn't know when. Yeah, and we didn't know how. Uh, any any? I can't remember. Tell me. It's the old one and only Harold Bishop. Um, oh, I didn't even know he wasn't there at the moment. <laughs> He's not been there for up 20 years. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's back. Uh, just shows up at Carl and Susan's. Uh, opens the door and just goes, only me. And Carl and Susan are just <laughs> fucking wildly happy. I, I'd really love it if that was just how it actually went down on set. And he just went, only me. Kyle, Kyle I'd love Susan. it if that was it. He comes yeah, back, I says, only me. Waves box off. It looked Never very natural. It did look very natural indeed. It was there was it was clear there was a lot of affection uh, and a lot of warmth, and he gets right fucking to it. Does Harold? Uh, he might as well have said, "I'm Harold Bishop and I'm here to fuck shit up," because he starts fucking shit up straight you away. I feel like it is more, "I'm Harold Bishop and I'm here to sort shit out." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a Y two Y two Bishop. He's, he's just sorting things out. Like, all these shit characters are there, and he's just getting involved with everyone, all of them, and just going, no, this is how you should do it. Well, I'm not sure about this. What about this? I'll make your life better. Just one at a time. He's just going around ticking them off. Yes, Like I said, he doesn't fucking mess around. Straight away, he's at Carl and Susan's, and they're well happy to see him. Straight away, Susan's like, right, let's get to Harold's Cafe. See what fucking state that's in. He has a little look around. He's like, yeah, this is look, looks pretty nice. Uh, I've got the feeling that, like, does Susan own Harold's Cafe? I feel like that was the impression I got. Is that, like, she's got some really? stake in that business? Oh, yeah. That. I don't know. But she's like, yeah, this is Harold's Cafe. And he's like, oh, this looks good. And he's like, right, this is Nicolette. She's the manager. And Nicolette's like, oh, my God, it's actual Harold. This is amazing. Um, then he has a little catch up with Jane as well. And they have a little reminisce. This is This is one of the good things about this. It really, as it should be, with a show that's 37 years old, it leans on the nostalgia really heavily. So they recall a bit of a storyline where I think Harold and uh, Mrs. Mangle accidentally watch a porno. Yeah, this is truly uh, awful. This is this is so <laughs> bad, so badly done. It's it's awful. Like, he's, he meets Jane and they're just like, oh, you're all right, yeah, I've not seen you for ages. And then she goes, this is my son and, the do- and my daughter. This is Harold. He once watched a porno. that's what all she says that's like the one storyline one time he watched a porno by mistake (laughs) it's really weird do you want to know what that porno was called tim i don't i don't want to think what what kind of porn is harold into uh well the porno was called hot cargo and somehow he mistook that for maybe an action film uh Maybe a, a holiday film. program, a holiday program, uh, a, a, f- a documentary about distribution of hot materials from one place to another. Who knows? But yeah, he ended up watching a porno with uh, Mrs. Mangle. I thought it was really, I, I, I really love this. I, I've probably got my rose tinted glasses on, but I just thought really all enjoyed this. Uh, and then he's like, right, I'm going to go surprise, surprise Toadie next. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go fucking rock up at his house because he's living in the same house that he has done since he last left uh he's gonna go surprise toady and he comes in to surprise toady but instead walks in on amy and a literally just walks in literally just walks in he doesn't he just literally walks in this guy's house yeah Yeah, walks in on such a uh, weird dynamic this show yeah that is i don't know is that an australian thing i think it is just walking in neighbors thing isn't it there's a neighbours thing, yeah. Uh, he walks into Amy 
and her daughter Zara having an argument about the fact that Amy loves Tony. And for the first time, she admits it as well. She's like, yeah, maybe I do have feelings. And then Harold's like, only me. And, <laughs> uh, and then, so Harold and Amy and Zara are talking about that whole situation. They do a bit more reminiscing. Uh, Amy's like, oh, I remember the night is. Do you remember? Do you remember? Remember Lance? Remember? She basically does what we do, where she goes, <laughs> this show used to be good, didn't it? <laughs> and Harold basically goes, yeah, the 90s were, were good. Like, they, they do what we do on this podcast, I think. They, they just say it used to be good and now it's shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, list, and you're right, they, they list a few of the characters who you think, oh, yeah, they were good characters. Yeah. Like, none of the people in it now are memorable at all. <laughs> uh, so they're all having a little, little chat. And then Toadie and Mel come back. And like, oh, Tony and Mel are back. Oh, it's Harold. Fucking, this is great. Let's celebrate. And Tony is like, yeah, well, we were about to celebrate anyway, because me and Mel just got engaged. And then the camera pans right into Harold. He's not fucking happy about this in the slightest. He can't believe what's going on. Cuts to Amy. She's in tears. Cuts to Zara. She's upset for her mum. Not happy about this at all. I don't understand why Harold is not happy about this. Do you know why? So yeah, I was just gonna say I don't know why he cares. Because after that scene, they start. They're all kind of sat around and they're kind of reminiscing a little bit. There's a photo book going round, uh, which was nice to see. There was come some photos in there from like the full Monty that Amy organised that time. Well, I remember. I'm sure there was a storyline where Harold was doing a, a photo album for the street, like to remember yeah. the street. And when he left Neighbours, he left the photo album to Toadie to continue. After he'd gone, I think yeah. that was the storyline. Yeah, that was. There's a nice little. So they're doing some reminiscing. Carl and Susan have just come round. They've heard this free wine, so Carl and Susan are straight fucking round. Uh, yeah, and they're doing a bit of reminiscing, but Harold's doing a bit of digging as well because Mel was uh, engaged to Joe. Oh, married. Uh, engaged to Joe Mangle. Uh, so Joe Mangle originally was married to Harold's daughter. Uh, but died in a duck hunting accident. Kerry got shot at duck hunting. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, it was mental. <laughs> Did you used to have duck hunt for the Nintendo? No, I didn't. Have, I, I was a, I was I was firmly Sega. You were you were you were more Sega. See, the first thing I ever really got after like the like computery kind of things as a games console, my first one was the the original NES, the NES Nintendo system. Um, and I got I got it one Christmas. Me and my brother got it. And it came with the very first Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. And we played it till the fucking wheels came off. We <laughs> loved it. <laughs> Even my dad used to play Duck Hunt with us. Yeah, it was good, good times. Not good times for, for Kerry and Harold, though, because she did get shot in a gruesome duck hunting incident. So, you know. Yeah, that, that's the dark side of Nintendo sometimes, isn't it? I think that's where it came from, though. I reckon it came from, like, what if what if you got caught in an actual duck hunt and someone did put it in Neighbours? I think it was good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, Harold's daughter was married to Joe Mangle. And then pretty much the second she died, Mel kind of snuck away in, moved in with him straight away, got a clause into him. Uh, and then they got married. No, no, they did. Yeah, they did actually get married. Uh, and then they... They went off happily ever after, but then it turns out that they ne- it was never happily ever after. Uh, so, yeah, Harold's, like, super suspicious of Mel. Um, and then there was a couple of other people, like Carl and Susan, like, yeah, she did, you know, she did, like, shagging her, boss at one, shagging her bosses at one point. And so, yeah, everyone's a little bit sus of her. Uh, She's really fucking annoying as well. She is annoying. She is super annoying. Her laugh's fucking... I think her laugh's... I think they're trying to play her laugh like it's endearing, but it's not. It's just fucking annoying. No, it's not. Um, yeah, so Zara pretty much buddies up straight with Harold, or as she likes to call him, Hazza, which is such a fucking TikTok generation thing to do. Everyone's I'm like, sure oh, he appreciates it. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, everyone's super respectful going and calling him Mr. Bishop. And she's like, right, Hazza, what's going on? Do you want to get mum? Do you want to get my mum and Toadie shagging? <laughs> 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 which is basically what she does and she's basically harassing harold to help them break up and harold's like oh 
he doesn't want to go along with it, but he's like, all right, I'll fucking go along with it. But he draws the line at setting Amy and Toadie up. Um, to be fair, though, like the way Zara, like, so Zara tells him everything that's kind of gone on with Amy and Toadie and stuff. And it does sound horrendous on paper because uh, uh, Amy has turned around and said, right, I want a baby. Uh, and it's told Toadie this. And Toadie's like, brilliant. I'll help you in any way I can. Uh, Except that way. <laughs> well, no, I don't think he ruled that out at all. I thought this scene was awful as well. Like she comes out with this, having she says she says something like, "Ever since like it might have been after that." She says, "Ever th- ever since I thought about that, I wanted a new baby, and it was literally two hours before." <laughs> I've been thinking about this ever since I decided I wanted a baby. The thing is, it, it was in the same fucking time. episode. It was just <laughs> it was just before you had that brew. So <laughs> it's really badly done. And then Toadie says something like, yeah, he says, I'll I'll be there. He says something, I'll be there. Or even if you need like a some sort of father figure or something, it just came across really weird because are they are they really that close? Amy and Toadie. I really? Know. I feel like Amy just showed up back in neighbours. And this happens a lot in neighbours. People show up at people's houses with no clue of where they're sleeping that night. And um, because Harold did the exact same thing, he shows up and they're like, stay here. And he's like, oh, okay, thanks. Because he had no other fucking plan. <laughs> yeah, he, he hadn't booked in anywhere, had he? He didn't yeah, book exactly. in at Lasser's, the fucking hotel. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's full. Well, that was fully booked anyway, as we learn later on. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I imagine she just fucking showed up. And it was just like, can I come live with you, Toad? And he's like, well, to be honest, my wife's just died and I've got some kids. So, yeah, whatever. Uh, and then she's like, all right, come on. I've got a kid as well. Don't worry. We're fine. Uh, yeah. So there we go. Uh, but the to- the clock is ticking because the wedding is going to be well time. They said it's either going to be in a year's time or three weeks. Now, we all know that this show hasn't gone... <laughs> This show ends in three weeks. So, yeah, it's only going to go one way. It would be it? such a neighbour's thing to be like, yeah, we'll do it in a year then. <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. yeah, so move on to other storylines in the meantime. Yeah. Apparently, uh, it's Callum, which I think he's one of Toadie's other kids from another one of his dead wives. <laughs> uh, apparently, you can only do. It's as bad as you. Yeah, no, I was about to say this. He's, he's just like me. He can only do three weeks' time or a year. So, <laughs> And he's got loads of ex-wives. <laughs> but they're not dead, so... Not yet. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was a big fucking return this week. Uh, I proper popped when he opened the door. Uh, yeah, I'm. If my video editing skills were better, I'd definitely do that to like some like Stone Cold Steve Austin's music or something as the door opens. You should uh, you should have got that. You're not working. I might give it a go. Yeah, I might give it a go later while I'm fucking around with the podcast stuff. I might give it a go. Who knows? Do you think that's it for the returns now till Kylie and Jason, or do you reckon there might be a couple more? Well, I. <laughs> I said earlier, I think that the toady wedding is going to be the thing that brings people back. Well, I think the reason they've said Lance a couple of times this week is because Lance is going to come back for Toadie's wedding. Yeah, because he's not a massive household name, so he's not kind of really saying anything about it. Tad also got a mention this week. Ooh. Tad now owns a disco. <laughs> Because they say someone says, hasn't Tad got a club? And then I think someone says, no, it's a disco. It's a disco. Which I think so is going to be the DJ for the wedding then. I think it's possible, yeah. Oh. DJ hope. Detonator. DJ Detonator in the, in the house or in the wedding. Uh, yeah, I think it's the nostalgia that's really made me enjoy it this week. Uh, and like you said, there's such a you've said before, and there's such a disparity when like someone's season from the show comes on. When Carl and Susan and Toadie are in the scene, it's so much different. And then Harold just comes in and just like, yeah, I know how to act. You cunts. This is how you do this. Uh, well, look, 
from that, we'll move on to because a lot of these stories are quite in, like Harold's kind of intertwined in everything. Just he's basically in every fucking scene. He just shows up and does fucking loads this week. Uh, so we'll move on to Mackenzie. Uh, so she's not having a good time. Her husband, she's my least fucking favorite character of all time on Neighbors. Yeah. Is that one of the voting things? Because she's the fucking worst. Every time I've been watching Neighbours this week, and I generally watch it an episode in the morning before I go to work. That's just, if I've got time. That's generally what I do. And Peyton's kind of knocking around the house in the morning as well before she gets off to work. And every time she comes in and sees McKenzie, she's like, "This fucking bitch still crying about her husband." For fuck's sake! Every time, and then just walks out again. Oh, Tim's gone. His things that his computer's died. He isn't just posing like that. <laughs> I just thought he was really disappointed with us. I thought he was just or having he'd, a sulk. Or he'd fallen asleep. Yeah, he doesn't want to be here at all. Not even a little bit. He's so Not angry. even a little bit. He's so angry. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's adding it. He's adding something to it for me, though. <laughs> nice little bit of bite to the to the. See how long you can make this last this week, just to keep him on for. <laughs> We'll just sit in silence until he returns. I'll just, I'll figure out what I was saying just before he quit. <laughs> and then I'll carry on saying it. He's like, what the fuck? Uh, no, we'll just carry on without him. It's carry fine. on without him. You were saying that every time you watch it in the morning or, or Peyton watches yeah, it. Yeah, Peyton always... just hates her. Uh, she, Peyton's also got a real problem with her eyebrows. Her um, eyebrows are weird and shit. Yeah. Um... I've all, like... The thing is, she's in a sad storyline, isn't she? But she's just a sad sack. She's so fucking... Ugh. Which sounds ridiculous, because she is in a sad storyline, but she's the fucking worst. And the thing is now, there's only three or four weeks left of this show. Mm. And we've been doing this storyline since we watched. It was the first episode we watched. Yeah, he died. Since the flash forward. He died in the first episode. Right, fine. So we've watched three weeks worth now, and it's still the same fucking storyline. I know in real life it goes on and on and on. Of course it does. But when you've only got three weeks left of a show, and you've got a lot of other characters in the show, and you're bringing back old ones to put in it, why is giving so much time to a shit boring? Pretty much finished storyline with shit actors that's miserable. <laughs> All that stuff. <laughs> I hate it. Because I, 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 there was a little, I thought she might fuck off. When her dad fucks off, I thought she might have gone. And there's, there was like little bits of talk in scenes about, oh, go and live your life and all that. I thought she'd just fuck off, but she's still there. And she's taking up Harold's time, fucking sneaking into Carl and Susan's house to sleep in Hendrix's bed. Fuck off. I, I Googled this to see how long Hendrix had been in the show for because there was something about, oh, Hendrix would have got on. I think Harold said, oh, it sounds like Hendrix would really get on with Madge. Yeah. And I thought, fuck you. Fuck you. Madge is an absolute legend of the show. She was in it for decades and she was fucking brilliant. Guy. And she she would not give Hendrix the time of fucking day. He started in the show in 2019 and he was dead midway 22. <laughs> Not, not asked. Fuck off. There's no way they'd be pals. No, not at all. No, no, she'd hate that fucking kid. Absolutely hate him. Um, yeah, she's really struggling with this grief. She's sat in a wedding dress. Like, <laughs> the thing for me is, right, if you're, if, you're newly, if your newlywed husband has just died, as you're putting on the wedding dress three weeks after he's died, you've at some point you've got to be thinking, this isn't healthy. <laughs> as, you, as you're stepping into the dress and zipping up the back and sorting yourself out in the mirror, you're like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I should just go for a sleep or I'll lie down or make a cup of tea. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's, she's, she's on a slippery slope here, but then... Yes. Well, she seems okay, and then she's like, oh, I can't be arsed with it, though. I've got no time for her. It's not... Like, she fucks her... Her dad's there to help, but she tells him to fuck off. Yeah, and he does. He just does fuck off. He, do, he does. He go. He, he blatantly just goes, yeah, fuck this. She's fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, she goes, she's like, why don't you fuck off out of her? He's like, all right. <laughs> off you go. So I have my bag packed anyway. Yeah. There's only three weeks left, so yeah. Yeah, it's only three weeks. This is me. Done. I think he shakes a couple of hands as he's leaving. 
<laughs> yeah, he does feel like that. Yeah, it, it was just to get rid of him as well at that point. Uh, but, but yeah, so she does have a good old chat with Harold. Uh, and Harold reveals that he's come back for her. Because like Carl and Susan are like, why have you come back? We've only just, apparently they've Adam, only just seen him in Queensland. Apparently they've been out to visit him there. Yeah. The look on Adam's face was that's not the case. No, no, Matt. He, he does say that, and I remember him saying it, and me going, okay. "Fuck off! Why would he be? He know <laughs> this bitch. Why has he come back to help her? It's just like they're trying to give her shit acting and storyline the rub of Harold Bishop. Yeah, There's that's no what it reason. is." There's no reason for him to be involved in that storyline. He can come back and be involved in the Toadie and Amy thing. Fine. He's got previous and it makes sense and not a problem with it. He could do a bit with Paul Robinson, probably. Fine. Not bothered. Not some bitch he's never fucking met before. Yeah. Wouldn't have said, shit. I she says, oh, Carl and Susan told me about you and I felt so compelled. I felt so sorry for you. I felt compelled to come here and talk to you. Oh. God, what a load of bollocks. Yeah, it was wang. But then, to be f- like, but then again, because they, they're trying to get through these storylines, I feel like they are just wrapping this up straight away now because he has a chat with Mackenzie. And so Mackenzie's been like, she's been having these dreams about Hendrix and he's alone in a pool and she's like outside the pool crying. And she's like, what do these dreams mean? And everyone's like, it means your husband's dead. But as the, after the chat with Harold, she goes to sleep. And then she kind of like completes the dream and she swims up to him in the pool and they have a nice little swim and a cuddle and they have a good old swim up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she's going to kill herself? No, no, she's, well, she she wakes up and she's like, oh, I'm fairly happy-ish today. And then she speaks to Carl and Susan. I mean, you've seen all the episodes, right, Adam? Did I you- have, but I think the last one I was only half watching, if I'm honest. Yeah, so... She wakes up and she goes speaks to Carl because she's sleeping at Carl and Susan. She's sleeping in a dead husband's room as well at Carl and Susan's. And she's like, you're right to be worried about me. Uh, But I'm going to go to some meetings. It's not going to be easy, but I'm going to be all right. And they were like, oh, do you want to go? Do you want me to like tell your dad in Melbourne or Adelaide or wherever the fuck he's gone? And she's like, no, don't worry. I'll go tell him myself. And that's what, yes, and I cheered when she said it because I was like, yeah, That means she's fucking off then. She's going to pack a bag and go see her dad and that's it. (laughs) That's her gone. Yeah, get rid. We need need a nice last three weeks. I don't need her fucking moping about. Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. That's Mackenzie. That's pretty much done. We might see one more couple of scenes with her as she's saying goodbye to people. Uh, But I don't think... Have you noticed? None of them makes makes have even spent any time with her this week. They all got got fed up as well. Fucked her off. Yeah, not even bothered. Uh, one of her mates, nice little segue. Uh, we'll move on to Freya, one of her mates. Uh, so she's a, she's apparently a nurse, uh, but she's been hassled by some dodgy crime woman uh, to do some emergency <laughs> surgeries. Uh, and with with the uh, with the leverage that this woman has got connections in jail. Yeah, in Tim's face, he's just like, "What the fuck?" Sorry, is like, like just you just said so like two two things really casually then that are just like, "Sorry, what the fuck?" And you just went straight past them. <laughs> Dodgy crime woman already is an interesting <laughs> term, but then she wants this nurse to do some emergency service uh, surgeries, and then in prison. <laughs> this is bollocks already. I give no, up. Tim, we've only got three weeks. We just need to throw this shit at you and have <laughs> you move on. This shit is all sticking now. This shit is high in fiber. I'm telling you, nothing he said was untrue. Tim, he, he was right about. I, I didn't there. think so. It just it just sounds like bollocks. It's just one thing after the other. It's mental. I was actually like soup, like because I enjoyed it this week. I was super invested and super paid attention this week. Most weeks I'm in and out really, and I'm fucking around on my phone or making notes or just not really paying attention. Uh, but yeah, I was super into it this week. So yeah, I paid super attention. And yeah, so this woman uh, has got kind connections. So she's like, I don't, Freya's like, don't want to do the surgery. This is, you know, this is pretty illegal. She's like, well, I've got connections. I can stop David, who's in prison, getting beaten up every night. I can get him protection, real protection. So she's like, fuck, I need to go do this surgery. So they show up at a warehouse and she... Largely surgery. The one word that is exaggerated here is surgery. Like somebody, someone is injured, 
probably by doing a robbery or something. It might be like they might have been shot in the leg or something. She doesn't like somehow do a surgery. She meets him in a warehouse and she has to kind of like bandage it up and sort shit out. Okay. Minor surgery, shall we say? Minor, yeah. It just it just sounded like like black market yeah. liver transplant. She gets, the call. Like, <laughs> she gets she can't the call. do this. Yeah, there's been some sort of crime going down. Come and help me sort this out. Otherwise, I'm going to get your mate beaten up in prison. So she does because she thinks because she she thinks she it's her fault in a way that he's in prison. I don't know that must have happened before we started watching it again. I don't know what happened with that, but yeah, I couldn't be bothered looking uh, because the next morning she's at a court date for some reason. She uh, might be going to prison as well. This is what I didn't understand. Well, yeah. So she's probably done something bad as a nurse. I think I think David was a doctor as well. So I think there's probably some sort of malpractice thing going on. Is this what the manslaughter thing is? Yeah, I think that's what I think this is why David's originally in prison because he fucked up as a doctor and she was the nurse. Uh so her court date is the morning after. Uh and she's all ready for it. Toadie's there. And but then she gets another message saying, emergency surgery needed now. Uh, and she's like, fuck, what do I do? What do I do? And she spends so much time fucking stressing over this. Honestly, about 10 minutes worth of screen time is spent her going, oh, fuck, what do I do? Just staring at her phone. What do I do? Oh, and Tony going, you can't fucking miss this day. And then there's one of his fucking interns shows up and is like, you can't fucking miss this day. You definitely right. Who shows up? Because this cracks me up, this. It shouldn't. Like we spoke about this last week. So last week, it wasn't the funny part of the episode, but I like we said, like, okay, so we've got um finally on neighbours, we've got quite a lot of um black people. Diversity. Brilliant, brilliant. We've got um some Asian people in there, brilliant. We've got some more lesbians than I ever thought possible in one little fucking cool de sac. We've got a couple of gays. We've got someone working at the hotel behind the counter with Down syndrome. And I said, as a joke, what are we going to get next? And then Tim said, as an even be- bigger and better joke, he said Black Midget. That was a bit from last <laughs> week. Now, we didn't get what Tim said, but we did get something. What did we get this week? Uh, well, when I, I say walked up, walked up is the wrong phrase completely. Oh, no. Uh yeah, so this young man rolls up uh, <laughs> and just instantly starts giving shit to, to Freya, and rightfully so as well. And uh, just roll, he's like, she's like, oh, sorry, I've got a really important phone call. And to be fair, I like this kid because he's just like, more important than going to jail. Fucking get back in fucking court, you dumb bitch. Uh, and then literally about 10 minutes he spent doing that. It's just her dilly fucking dallying. And Tony's like, right, I can get you an hour. I can push this back an hour but you better not fuck this up. And it's not going to look good on you at all in the slightest. Who is this kid? No, in the I fucking wheelchair. What, who is he? Where's he come from? He How is he getting through that thin office? I don't know. That he office. Knows Freya, though. Yeah. I, I'm assuming from the court case. No, it sounds like, no, I thought it was like related or old friends or something. She, they're very pally. It's not like, oh, you're very pally. Shuffling some papers for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because uh, another point, Toadie's office is not accessible in the fucking slightest. No. We've all seen how thin that fucking office is. It's Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So watch, So we might be on for Tim's... We might have Black Midget next week, the way it's going. Yeah, I imagine just to- Toadie hires every, everybody. So Toadie's got like a 20-person 20, 20 legal team behind him. You thought OJ Simpson had a good fucking legal team behind him. <laughs> Wait till you see Rebecca Law. <laughs> also, Rebecca Law would be a fucking great spin-off show. <laughs> I'd watch that, to be fair. Uh, so while Freya's fucking dilly-dallying around, can't be at, she can't, can't decide if she's going to fucking help with this surgery or not. Uh, she gets a phone call, and it's from the prison. And it's a guy going, hi, David. Look, I've got a pen. I'm going to shove this up your fucking ass." And you just say this, no, no, no. And it cuts off. And then that's how it ends. Uh, yeah. Well, no, she, at that point, she goes to the police. Um, uh, her boyfriend is one of the police, Levi. And he's like, he's fucking fuming. He's like, why the fuck didn't you come to me first? You don't trust me as a policeman. Why have you, why have you just gone behind my back and done this? 
and yeah, we go. So yeah, uh, David has met the wrong end of a pen. <laughs> Freya's what's, the, the, right, what's the right end of the pen if it's going up your ass? Well, you don't want the ballpoint. Huh? Well, let's... I don't want any of it going up my ass. <laughs> well, no, this side's quite rubbery, so that might be easier to get what in. What are you talking about? Like on my pen, I'm holding my hand, which you can't see on the podcast. I've got quite a nice gel pen. Uh, bought from your work, Tim, by the way, because uh, this is the only place I can seem to find this pen. Uh, it's a Uniball Signo. There we go. Uh, maybe I'll get them to sponsor the podcast. Uh, it's a very nice gel pen. It's a very good writer, but it has what a nice little doing? on the end. <laughs> so I'd rather that rubber bit going first than the, the ink ball pun, the ballpoint part at the other end. It makes a good point, to be fair. Yeah, so that is, that's probably the wrong end of the pen. Actually, I wouldn't. I'd just put the lid back on. I would not want the lid going up there either, because that could easily get that back. Yeah, exactly. You get gloss quite easily, uh, and then your pen would dry out, uh, and you'd have a pen stuck up your ass for eternity. <laughs> a dry <laughs> pen, okay, no. yeah. a dry pen, and a pen lid up your ass. <laughs> and you wonder why she won't come on this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we'll talk about Kiri and Nicolette and Chloe and that whole uh, lesbian love triangle. Uh, so I think last week we said that Kiri was saying she wanted to go back to church and she wanted Nicolette to come along. Uh, we don't get to see them going to church, but we do get to see them coming out of church. And Kiri's like, yeah, I'm really glad I went back to church. I really enjoyed that. And Nicolette's, it's very much an advert for the church. Uh it, it sounded it sounded very much like a paid advertisement because Nicolette's like, wow, I'm a lesbian and I felt included in this church. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and Kira's like, yeah, they're a lot modern these days. They take some of the Old Testament, but apply it to modern day situations. Uh, and then a little thing flashed across saying, new church. <laughs> Gays welcome. Gays welcome. New church. We don't just bum the kids anymore. You can bum each other. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I think Nicolette's like, and then they have a whole conversation. Nicolette's like, yeah, I don't believe in God. And then Kira's like, well, you know, I kind of believe there's kind of something spiritual out there. And, and they're just having a nice little, just little chat about stuff and about life and the meaning of life, uh, the universe and everything. And But then they're walking past uh where does Chloe work? Is it the cafe or is it? I can't remember. One of the fucking there's there's the cafe. Nicolette the, works at the cafe. Nicolette works at the cafe. Chloe works at the pub thing. The what is it? The watering hole. I think it's called the watering hole again. Yeah. So Chloe's in there and she's kind of just spying through the window at at Nicolette and Kiri, and uh, as they're getting along. So she uh, she calls Kiri in, and and she's like, "Yeah, this isn't working, is it?" And Kiri's like, "No, it's just really awkward." isn't it? Uh, so they decide to just kind of give it, just knock it on the head. They're like, yeah, we fucked a couple of times. Uh, it's not going anywhere. Let's, it's obvious you like Nicolette. You two and go. And then Chloe's like, do you know what? Actually, while, while I'm splitting up with you, I'm just going to go Adelaide for a bit. She's gone. There goes <laughs> another one. Done. Just gone. Like, out completely out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, she's been a fairly big character, I think. Like, she's been in some fairly meaty storylines. Uh, like, the one with Hendrix's dad, apparently, like, he was quite an abusive husband and there was lots of, like, kind of gaslighting going on and stuff. So they, they've touched quite a few heavy storylines with her. And then, obviously, like, the thing with Nicolette and because uh, they were, like, the first lesbian couple on Neighbours. Uh, yeah, and she's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go Adelaide. I'm going to go Adelaide so you and Nicolette can shag. That's pretty much what she said. Yeah. I'm going to give you two space. She's, she does, but then it's like she looks at a watch and goes, only three weeks left of the show. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Another character bites the dust. Uh, yeah, so she was off in Adelaide. Uh, and she'll never return because there'll be nothing to return to. She'll try and come back to Ramsey Street and go, where the fuck is everything? Where the fuck are the cameras? Where the fuck are the cameras? Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, the I've I have, I have read as well that they started tearing down the sets already on Neighbours. Apparently, they're just fucking binning all that stuff straight away. They're not like... Sometimes they'll keep them in storage and stuff, just, just in case. 
No. Or like if nobody wants that it. that shit to happen, burn this fucker down. Yeah. Did you also? <laughs> it's a complete side point as well. Did you see online that you can stay at Carl and Susan's house for a weekend? It's like a special prize on Booking.com. <laughs> no. So Alan Fletcher's was advertising it, and before like they tear that entire set down, uh, you're allowed to stay in their house for a night. And um, so you've all. That's got to be weird. Yeah, that is going to be a bit weird. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, Alan Fletcher's there going, yeah, come stay at our house for a night. Every other fucker else has, so... Pervy bastard. <laughs> what do you He's make going to be Alan... sat in the corner watching. He will mm. be. What do you reckon to Alan Fletcher at the moment? Do you think... Because he's very bald. He might be the bottom baldest man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, if he, he's come down with alopecia, hasn't he? Is that true? I take yeah, it no, all back. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't no. want to get slapped by Will Smith at the Neighbours World. <laughs> yeah, no, he came out on... Uh... Because he, oh, he, I didn't know that. Yeah, he did. So when neighbors, like when he was, like when I think when they said, "Oh, like we're, we're about to wrap up filming or whatever," there was a video and people, loads of people in the comments went, "Oh, it doesn't look really well." So the next day he did a video and he kind of did like a, a reveal. He was like, "Yep, I'm bald. I've got alopecia. It's just it's come on all of a sudden. I don't know why. It just has. Uh, so I've just embraced it and shaved my head. I quite like it. Off we go." It's just a uh, stark then, contrast to what you see when we've been watching the old ones. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very stark contrast. Uh, yeah, and then he just started plugging his doors straight away. Like, he's going to be fine. He looks honestly quite relieved about this whole thing, if I'm honest. Like, he, he looks like he shows up to work every day and has a fucking laugh, but at the same time, he's just like, oh, could be somewhere else. Could be somewhere Well, else. even that, like, they haven't been in it for, a, what, a week and a half or something. Yeah. So when there's only four weeks to go and your two main eventers aren't there, you can tell they're like already halfway out the door. And I bet if you went back and watched, because he, he was on, was he on this morning or a couple of shows and doing yeah, interviews? He's like, like that. I bet if you watch them again now when everyone was trying to save it, if you watched him, I bet he's like, no, don't fucking save it. <laughs> I'm fucking retiring. Yeah. I'm retiring now. I'm getting a nice little, I'm getting a nice little payout. I'm going to, I could get all my money on the side from being in Neighbours and ride that tour. Do you think they are getting payoffs? How do you think it works? Well, they said, I remember he said that they used to get a year contract. It's always over a year contract. You roll in, yeah. So he's being kind of bought out halfway. I, I, bet, I bet, like him and Susan are, and probably told you, but I bet none of the others are. Oh, yeah, they'll be out on the fucking arse. Yeah. But yeah, I imagine they would have got. I imagine they would got some sweet deals. Uh, they, yeah, they got like creative control. I imagine as well. Uh, they hold the pencil. Yeah, yeah they hold the pencil. <sighs> yeah, uh, yeah. So another character gone, uh, and we had. <laughs> and so the next bit I want to talk about, and this is going to be the final thing I talk about this evening, um, and it's going to be a brand new segment. I know you two love a new segment. <laughs> Look at this fucking face. He's hiding it with a t-shirt. No, come on. It's my favorite storyline out of everything going on right now. It's the reason I'm tuning in every week to neighbors. And I'm gonna call this segment Neighbors Wrote a Porno. Because that's right, we're gonna talk about Byron and his gigolo ways. Oh the gigolo! Yeah! Back in. Didn't know what he was going on about then. Yeah. yeah <laughs> there will also have been some music there as well. I found some porno-esque music to play. Uh, from... Oh, no. Yeah. You oh. love it. You love a You're a disgrace. <laughs> but Neighbours have wrote a porno because there's a lot of porno stuff going on this week. Uh, and we actually get to meet a character that, despite hasn't been watching it for nearly a month now, we've not met yet. He's in the titles every single day, but we've not met him until this week. Um, so it starts off, Byron. He's doing, I think it's Mask of Zorro. I might need your help on this one, Adam. I, I wasn't sure if he was like doing Lucha Libre or something. I couldn't tell what the fuck he was supposed to be at one point. You might be right with Zorro. Yeah, yeah I've got a feeling it was Zorro. He had like a cloak and a heart, and I feel like he had some sort of fake sword. It could have just been his penis in his hand. I don't know. Uh, but he was waving somewhere around anyway. So he's, he's shrugging that blonde milf that we talked about last week. Uh, they're doing some. They're doing some role play uh, and having a good old shag. 
having a good old shag up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> good old shag up. Uh, but then the good old shag up gets interrupted by his mum. Your microphone has gone funny, you know. Has it? Right. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll just take it straight out. Is that any better? That's what she said. But he... So the good old shag up gets interrupted by his mum. Which, again, sounds like another porno. Uh, I've seen plenty of ones like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tim looks so fucking disgusted. <laughs> I, I'm just enjoying just how how much this has deteriorated now. It's a fucking neighbour's podcast. It never was, If anybody's Tim. just like... It just, if anyone that just jumps in, they, they want to just get a feel for it, so they fast forward and they come right to this moment. Listen to the words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> it is though. It is. They're doing. They're doing porn, porno stuff. So yeah, his mum shows up, uh, but he's he's like, "Fuck's sake, my mum was sleeping." Uh, she's like, "Well, we went to meet for coffee." He's like, "Oh fuck, I forgot. I'm a bit ill." He said, "Why don't we meet for dinner later on?" And she's like, "Fine, right, okay, whatever. We'll meet for dinner." Are you sure? Is you, like, you sure? Right? He's like, "Yeah, I'm fine, mum. Just fucking leave me alone." Uh, so we get back to it. Uh, at this point, I'm assuming they've finished the Zorro stuff. They've had a bit of a kip. Uh, and then they've got back into it in the afternoon. And they've gone for some BDSM kind of stuff now. Uh, he's not lying, though. I'm not he, lying, Tim. I paid this so much attention. I'm, I'm going to defend you here because this isn't really your fault. We are, He is literally talking about <laughs> the Neighbours episodes this week. This is what was happening on Daytime Fucking Neighbours. Hmm. His mum catches him shagging. He manages to get rid of her. It cuts back to him later in the day. And the, the MILF is tied to the bed wearing some sort of silk negligee thing. He's all up in her grill with a pen in his hand, ready to choose which end it's going. And <laughs> this is the thing. He's right. This is what happened on Neighbours this week. This is what happened, yeah. So she's all tied up and, you know, they're doing that whole thing. Uh, but then she gets a phone call and she's like, oh, fuck. Right, so, right, stop, 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 stop. So it, w- it wouldn't be the neighbourhood rewatch, though, if you weren't talking about neighbours and then we try and put this into your own life. So I will ask the question, have you ever <laughs> yeah. done that? What, BDSM? Be a bit of the old handcuffs yeah. tied up or whatever. I've done a bit of that, yeah. I've no shame in admitting that. In what way? Have you tied someone or handcuffed them? Or obviously, there's the. I, I'm pretty sure we've told you on on the stag do story before where you got we put you in handcuffs and then you couldn't get back out of them and neither could a load of strippers get you out. We've we've, we've talked about that. Before. I think we might have covered that story before. Yeah, I think we have. So, yeah. so what what's what's the new story then? Go on. What have you been? What have you been up Not to? Great story. Just just a little bit of experimentation. So, <laughs> handcuffs are t- like ties or what? What's going on? Uh, a little, let's let's say intermediate. What does that not mean? Beginner, not intermediate. Definitely not expert. But you know, what's intermediate? Well, it's not those like shitty furry handcuffs that you can get from Ann Summers. Is it proper handcuffs? Uh, I'm not willing to say anything more about this matter. <laughs> right there now. You've you've I got mean, the pen almost up your ass. Let's go. I'm I'm also acutely aware that I'm recording this in my bedroom and that there might be visible clues around the room. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to go off camera right now. Uh... <laughs> People want to know that's what they tune in for. They don't tune in for the neighbour shit. They tune in to what weird shit you've been up to. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say it's weird at all. Uh, but yeah, no, I tried a bit of that, you know. Try something. You know, I always try something at once. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I can, I can never, I can't tell. Usually, if he gets a bit nervous or he's not quite sure what to say, he'll say, you know, about six times <laughs> in quick succession. But you asked him that question, and rather than just being like a bit bashful or just saying, yeah, he went, yeah, like, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that, that high pitched, hell yeah, I'm JK. But then, but then he still still sounds a little bit nervous. But I think Peyton's probably listening outside the door. That's what he does. He remembers halfway through. <laughs> he remembers that he has got a listener in this household. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they've been doing BDSM stuff, and while she's all tied up, uh, a phone rings, and she's like, 
Will you get the phone for me? Could be important. Answers the phone. And it's a guy on the other end. He's like, oh, we uh, called for that meeting later. And she's like, yeah, 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 we're cool. Uh, I'm going to have to go. I'm a little bit tied up. Wink. She says the line. She says the line. There's the line. a bit again. tied up. Yeah, and she does the wink as well. Um, and Byron's like, right, okay, hang up. Let's get her back to the shagging. Uh, so later on, Byron's had a good old day of jiggling about. He's earned his money. He's had a good old jiggle up. He's had a good Jiggling. <laughs> and he's earned his money. He's like, do you know what? I'm going to meet. I, I told my mum I'd meet her for dinner later. Let's go. Let's go to the let's go to the pub and uh, meet my mum for a nice meal. And then Jane's like, right, Nicolette's here as well. Brilliant. Uh, and Owen oh, Clive's coming as well. And she said, oh, great. I have not met, I've not met your boyfriend, Clive. That'd be great. We've not met him either yet, to be honest. We've been watching this for three weeks. Uh, and Clive shows up and instantly Byron's like, flashback. He, he recognises the voice. It's so shit. <laughs> He's not, this guy has not got a memorable voice in the no, slightest. He was on the phone for literally, I, literally seconds. He says, oh, you're free later. And she goes, yeah, I'll, I'm a bit tied up. That's it. And there's a flashback to that phone call because Clive is the voice on the other end of that phone. He is. Yeah, he's not got a memorable voice or a memorable face. I can't remember what this guy looks like, apart from, in fact, he's baldish. Um, no idea about him. He's not a memorable person in the slightest. And they, they constantly say this. He is a boring guy. This is a bog-standard boring guy. Is he in the opening titles? He is in the open titles. Fuck with off. Yeah. They're walking through the vineyard. Do you know when she's walking through the vineyard? I've been watching this for three weeks. I've got no idea who this cunt is. <laughs> yeah, he's got the least memorable face. You've can we ever... get him on? Yeah, we'll get him on. <laughs> he'll be on next week. He, c- he can replace Tim next week. He sounds like he's about the same fucking character, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, that was harsh. Get him on. Let's have a, let's have a boring competition. We can do it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, Ah, yeah. So just in- sat here, felt like he just slapped me across the face. So <laughs> 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 this the joke was there. I had to say it. I had to say it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Byron's like instantly trying to do do some digging. He's like, "Fuck, this guy is cheating on my mom. I need to find out some more information." So he goes back to the blonde mills the next the next day. Uh, he's now playing the pool boy. Uh, we've all seen a porno with a pool boy. Uh, porno, there's a lot of porn by the pool, if I'm honest. More, I, like, think that is. I don't know. Like you said last week about diversity, and like there's more lesbians in that, that cul de sac than mathematically really possible. There's a lot of pornos that happen by pools. Uh, you want know. more diversity in your porn? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But there's uh, a lot out there. Maybe you're, if you keep Googling poolside MILF <laughs> porn, you're going to get the same shit every fucking time. Yeah, it keeps on coming up. Keeps on coming up with a My Five app. I don't know why. Tim keeps googling black midgets. I know. So they. <laughs> so he's playing pool boy, but then he kind of breaks character and is like, "Oh, so what are you doing later?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm going in for a nice Italian restaurant." And we already know Clive's going to a nice Italian restaurant because Nicolette tried inviting herself because he's like he's like a boss of a hospital or something. He's like, oh, I've got a business meeting tomorrow. He's in a nice Italian restaurant. And he's like, fuck, it's the same. They're meeting, but it's not a business meeting. It's a shagging meeting. Um... <laughs> 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 it's a good meeting. It's a good meeting. Uh, so you know what? Should... I, I just realised that's the voice that he uses to read books to his kids. <laughs> oh! Isn't it? I, I that intonation. It's not a normal meeting. It's a shagging meeting. <laughs> it will be, yeah. I, I can see him reading a picture book. Yeah, there we oh. are. You should write that picture book. That picture book would be filthy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it'd be on the top shelf uh, in some cellophane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the the blonde milf won't give anything away, uh, and he's just he's Byron's acting really suspicious at the point because he's desperately trying to get any sort of info going on, which Nicolette clicks onto as well. Like she hates the she hates her brother anyway, but she she thinks like, fucking hell, this guy is he 
acting even strange for him. Uh, so she just starts rooting through his stuff, which was a bit harsh, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, just starts rooting through his stuff. And then he's like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, oh, my God, you're a drug dealer. And he's like... Because oh. he's got two phones. Because he's got two phones. You're a drug dealer. And he's like, oh, for fuck's sake, I'm not a drug dealer, but I do shag women for money. Uh, and somehow that's better. Uh, yeah, somehow that's better. Nicolette's right, right, okay. And she loves it because apparently, like, apparently Nicolette was the black sheep. Apparently her and Jane had like quite estranged when she first came into the show. She was like the estranged daughter because Jane couldn't handle well, the fact I think she's a lesbian. She used to be a nurse as well, and she fucked that off to just like do what she's doing now. I think like she she kind of she feels like Jane's like disappointed in her in some way. Um, yeah, I mean she is putting spoons down for a living, so this is anybody, it. Any well, uh, I don't even think she was doing that. This is the thing. She works in this cafe. I've never seen anyone eating in this cafe. I've never seen her bringing anything. She's always just wiping the tables. And she wiped. <laughs> and Peyton pointed this out. She wipes the table with the dirty stuff still on the table. <laughs> so she'll just I bet that makes you burn, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, so she'll wipe around the dirty things, then lift up the dirty things. Which the things, the dirty things are leaving the dirty stains. So she's cleaned around it and then left all the dirty stains on the table. <laughs> dirty things do leave dirty stains. They certainly we're back, do. Your, we're back to your bedroom again. <laughs> there we go. So he admits to Nicolette, and he enlists her at this point, not to do the gigolo in. Like, he's he's fine shanging the women. Uh, but She'd he, probably be up for joining in, to be fair. Oh, yeah, no, she, yeah she, was, she wanted to be actively a part of that. But, uh, no, she's like, I do need some help snooping on Clive, though. And that's where we leave that storyline. So they're going to do some snooping on Clive. Uh, do we actually think he's having an affair with this, this blonde milf? Or is it something... Is it a classic sitcom misunderstanding what do we think i can't tell who the fuck's shagging who at this point does blonde milf even have a name or is that her name i think she's called danielle yeah we'll call her danielle uh, i think i heard that just in passing maybe yeah no let's not call her danielle let's call her blonde milf i like blonde milf. oh yeah she's I still blonde milf yeah blonde i feel like that's a good I, name i think he i think it's a misunderstanding I don't think we've got time for it to all go tits up again. We've only got three weeks fucking left. See, I'm going to think he is shagging her. And I think okay. that's going to be another, it's going to be another thing where I, was, I am shagging her, so I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, they might do that. <laughs> yeah, might do that. I really want, what I think they should be doing is now, because like you said, he's on the titles, never fucking seen him. You've got other people on those titles as well. I think Hendrix is on the titles. Uh, Chloe's on the titles. If you're out of the show, you get cut from the titles. And I want it to be just at the end, just Kyle and Susan just going. Just going, looking around each other going, where the fuck is everyone? Yeah, everyone's fucked up. <laughs> so it's opening they, time. They, no one's in the fucking houses, the end. They, it should just be them. Like every single clip should be them in that scene, just looking around and there's no one there. Then we go yeah. to the next clip and they walk into that one as well. No one there. <laughs> and then in the very, very last clip, it's just one of them going, where the fuck has the other one gone? Yeah. And then that one dies. Yeah. I think, right. do we think we're going to get any more deaths at this point? Speaking of dying. I hope so. I can't see. would be one more, right? I'd love one more. I would, I would love one more, but I don't think we're going to fit it in. I reckon Suicide packed the whole cast off. <laughs> um, I mean... Could happen. Well, so we'll... So let's wrap this up. This was the Neighbours Wrote a Porno segment. Uh, that was the whole sure. fucking segment? It was a whole fucking segment. It'll okay, get a little we're doing this every week. Oh, yeah. This will definitely continue. This will definitely go on until next week as well. So we'll play a little jingle just here. And then... A good jingle. We're out. We're out. Yeah, that was a good jingle. It's a fucking great jingle. Uh, yeah, so that you was... You just put your name on that. That's a contract now. You just you just told him there's verbal evidence of this in this recording of you saying that was good. He is a good. Uh, You're as much to blame. He's a good jingle. No, I'm going to send him a good one in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the only way out of that. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll move on to thoughts for the next couple of weeks. Now uh, there is a couple other storylines that are bubbling through. Uh, 
Paul they they really trying hard to Paul to, to turn Paul Robinson face at this point. Uh, they showed him a couple of times being like the stressed out manager. He's got loads on his fucking plate. Mr. Mr. Trotter is uh, booked out the top hotel room with some high end whiskies, but he's not actually booked in. He's just assumed he's showing up. Uh, so Paul's fucking stressed about that because Mr. Trotter wants to just talk to him about art all the time. And Paul's like, I don't know anything about art, but he just wants to talk to me. He just wants to feel important. And he's booked the, he's booked the top floor with all the high end whiskies as well. Um, so, but then, and then there's a little bit bubbling under with Therese as well. Is she ready to move on from Paul? Because she's helping him out slyly on the sidelines. Um, yeah. So there's a bit, I still think there's a death to come. And I don't who know. Is if it, you, are you putting your. I, you, I'm going to say Paul Robinson. Let's shoot him. I'm going to say Paul Robinson at this point. Dead in the next three weeks, just dead out of nowhere. I think that's how you complete the face turn for Paul Robinson. He dies doing something heroic. I think if they want to kill anybody now, it has to be someone almost inconsequential because even Neighbours has to have a little bit of a reaction to it. And a death is too big of a thing and it will just affect everyone and everything. So if they did that, they've got to do it like on Monday. They've got to do it tomorrow and then have the funeral Tuesday and that would be it. But I, See, that's why I think Hendrix's death is the last one because they fucking milked this for three weeks here with that that bitch. So yeah. I don't reckon we're going round again. I reckon. Well, then, like the more I think about, it, like oh yeah, like Toadie's winning is going to bring some people back. That's going to bring uh, Joel back. It's going to bring Lance back. It's going to bring that generation back. But there's a there's a lot earlier generation coming back as well. Like Joe Mangle, for example. I've got a feeling he might show up at the wedding. Well, he could come back for Mel. He could come back for Mel. So I've got a feeling. But Why the fuck are Kylie like, and Jason coming back storyline wise at this point? Paul Robinson's dead. He's going to be there. Jason Donovan is, is Paul Robinson's brother, isn't he? Exactly. That's the only reason he'd come back. That's uh, he's the one. He's because he's been in the eighties. He's been in the nineties. He's been in the two thousands. He's the one who links. Every, he's the character who's been there the longest. He links everybody. He's got a. Da- he might have to die to save his son. He might have to. Yeah. Which brings back Jason Donovan. A, he might die with a pen up his ass. Uh, he might. Good be, night, everybody. He might be ink poisoning. You don't know. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> but yeah, that's why that's that's my latest theory. Now it's got to be Paul Robinson. Right? I like that. I like that as a theory. Yeah, but we've not got that long to find out. Except we've got three weeks left in this. Uh, I'm still not fucking figuring out what I'm going to do for the finale. Uh, it's very, looking very unlikely you can get it off work, which is very annoying. What what there. day is that? Saturday? It's, no, uh, Friday. Well, UK time, it's Friday the 29th of July. You need to get that off work now. No, I can't. It's already, get it off now? It's already mega busy than somebody <laughs> else. get it off. Uh, <laughs> Australia time, it's the day before, so it's not a Thursday. Get it off work. So I'm, I might be able to do that, but then I'll have to find some sort of fucking illegal stream. To do it, just get the 29th off work. No, it's gonna be fine. Everyone can just get days off at work. Come on, <laughs> I'm gonna get that day off work. I'm off. You're gonna get that gonna, day off work. Yeah, you, no, you won't be after the 145 showing, though, will you? I will. Will you? Okay. And for the next six weeks, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, you are. Yeah, fuck. <sighs> yeah, I'll. Oh. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Work. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I don't know why I can't just book it off. Because <laughs> somebody else has already booked it off. I've no, tried to explain this to Tim all the fucking time. No, it's not just on. I can't just take whatever time I want. It's off. not just two fucking cunts working on a Friday. Get somebody else in. No, there's like three what of us. What would Paul Robinson it. do? He'd burn the place down, probably. What would Harold do? What would Harold Harold would show up for work? That's what Harold would do. And I've got to always remember that because let's not forget I have got that tattoo on the small of my back. <laughs> and the reason I have got that tattooed on the small of my back is because we are the best neighbours podcast 2022. Right. And the last, not just 2022, forever now because nobody else is ever winning that award. We are the best neighbours podcast infinity. So... Right, and, and, and I know you wanted that to be the end of the podcast. <laughs> but now that you've just said that, just book it off work then. Like, 
because you can't say all that and then not be around for the finale of the show that made you famous. No, I made neighbors famous. <laughs> uh, and Tim, I also made you famous. Adam, I also made you famous. Thank you very much for this week, for watching Neighbours with me. And we'll see you next week. Uh, there'll be some more Neighbours wrote upon them. Uh, there'll be some more people just fucking off. Uh, maybe there'll be a death. There's only three weeks left. Anything could happen at this point. Anything at all. So stay tuned, because anything will happen, especially with me and fucking Judge. If you'd like early access to the extended versions of this podcast, don't forget you can subscribe to our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash neighbourhood rewatch for just £1 a month. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at watchneighbour. And you can also leave us a like and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts.